My beer's getting cold. Your beer's getting cold? I'm sorry, bro. Yeah. I'm sorry that that had to happen to you. Now it'll be refreshing. Uh. Well, I was trying to practice what it would be like if things went my way. <laughs> uh. That was a great save, Tyler. Nobody <laughs> suspects the truth. Tuesday podcast episode 22 with your hosts Tyler Dryblatt, Sam Ginsberg, and Rainer Mallory. Here's Tyler Dryblatt! Thank you, Sam. And may I say, I think your vocal cords are strengthening up. You're a little more, a little more clear I've now been, when you're doing that madman intro. I've been lifting. Oh, have you? With my neck, I guess. Okay. Huh. All right. Well, uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us. Uh, episode 22. Um, you guys want to start off? Want to start off? Yeah. Yeah. You want me to go? I'll go. Uh, this week, I decided to get a little bit festive. I'm drinking Great Lakes Brewing Co. Christmas Ale. Did you buy this one? Of course, I buy all of the beers that I consume on the show, Tyler. Don't be ridiculous. Um, <laughs> it's a handcrafted ale with spices and honey, brewed in Cleveland, Ohio. 7.5% ABV. Best served at 55 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, they actually have that on the beer. Um, yeah, looking forward to it. Cool. Okay. Samuel? Yeah, uh... So I don't know if the if the listeners will remember uh, at the end of, of last course episode, they'll remember. What? Oh right, I forgot how astute they are. Yeah. Um. At the end of last episode, I said that I would have either a sour ale or uh, a jalapeno pepper ale, depending on uh what the what the listeners wanted, and uh, we had one one email come in that I just couldn't I just couldn't turn down. His arguments were much much too sound. Uh, just to summarize, I, I, I think we should post this, even though it's extremely long, because it's, it's very funny. Uh, yeah. it's from our, our good friend Reed from college. Uh, basically, to summarize, he said that sour ales are for Nazis, and jalapeno yeah. pepper ales are for hipsters, and you would rather be a hipster than a Nazi, which I think is, I think is a fair point. Uh, so I'm drinking Bent River Jalapeno Pepper Ale. And uh, I haven't tasted it yet, but the nose is the nose is almost all heat. A little bit of um, kind of a caramel malt, uh, but it's pretty pretty deeply buried in uh, in the pepper smell. So I'm gonna I'm gonna taste it now. Yeah, this beer tastes like jalapeno peppers. Uh, yeah, <laughs> which like makes pretty me. Pretty spicy. It's not that spicy, but. I I really like spicy food, uh, so I if it was really hot I would be more into it. But it's it's hot enough that if you said hey drink this beer to someone who didn't know it was a pepper ale and they drank it they would they would kind of lose it a little bit. <laughs> uh, 
So after one sip, I already almost feel comfortable rating it because I think this is going to be a, a one-note experience. But right. it tastes like jalapeno peppers. So that's pretty cool, <laughs> I think. Okay. So wait, how many people voted on this? Just Reed? Well, it wasn't about votes. It was about who made the strongest argument. and Reed Quality made the over argument. quantity. Yeah. But, but really? was, was there more quantity? No. <laughs> oh. He was the only one that wrote in. Why you got to put me on blast oh. like that? Dude, dude, look how hard he tried, too. Oh, my God. Yeah, this, is, this email is pages long. Yeah. I'm just skimming the surface. This is redonkulous. Yeah. What is he talking about? <laughs> no, he's, I think he, he might have been on some sort of drugs. I don't know. <laughs> it's, just, it's pretty insane. <laughs> oh, this is this is a great a great excerpt. Um, open your spicy jalapeno beer and enjoy your blowjob like everyone else. <laughs> I, I'll do just that, Reed. Thank you. Oh boy, I don't understand that, but it makes it makes sense in context. So you got to read the whole thing. Okay, I didn't know Reed was a listener, but now I'm going to declare him our number one listener. Suck it, Lauren. Yeah, yeah. again, it's, it's quality over quantity, you know? <laughs> what are you drinking, nerd? Me? Okay, so I have Winter Brown uh, by Lost Coast Brewing Company out of Eureka, which is just a little a little bit south of me, about 20 minutes south. And uh, I didn't realize until just now that it's 8%. I guess I kind of should have realized that. It's a winter ale. They tend to be stronger. And uh, something about Lost Coast Brewery I've been discovering lately. I get bored and I go on Craigslist and I read all the weird boards. And the Rants and Raves section, often uh, people claiming to be to be white supremacists want to go down to Lost Coast Brewery and drink a beer they have called Great White. Because it's like, you know, white or whatever. But is it a white IPA or... No, no, it's it's just it's just called Great White Beer. Is it, a, is it a shark thing? Yeah. Okay, that's good. Yeah, I have, I have two questions. Yeah. So you said that you actually go on Craigslist and read the rants and raves? Yeah, and all the personals. Really? Yeah. I've, I've seen those before, and I've always been like, who on earth is actually going there? Me. It's me. Oh, interesting. Some of, it, it is pretty... I mean, some of it's really dumb. Like, especially where I live, it's like a bunch of people being like, you white trash son of a bitch, I'm going to tell the cops where you grow your pot. <laughs> uh, but sometimes there's like some real gems. Like, uh, I was in the Lost and Found, and somebody reported a lost dread at Moonstone Beach. Like a singular dread? Like one dread from a dreadlock collection. <laughs> someone's head you can't can you just tie those back in i don't know see the great thing is that one somebody found and held on to a dreadlock thinking like oh yeah somebody will totally want this back yeah <laughs> and two I, somebody had dreadlocks just popping out of their head i think the more impressive thing is someone held a dreadlock and didn't throw up all over themselves <laughs> well i don't know anyway Dude, anyway you should have so, that number and got that dread no, you had to, like, describe it. It didn't have a picture. <laughs> it's gross. It's the grossest thing you've ever seen. 
Yep, that's it. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. Oh, anyway, so, so I don't know if that's true. I don't know if all these white supremacists really are gathering down there. But winter brown, well, it's it's brown, and it's it's got a very very black gentleman as its cover art. And I'm wondering if maybe they they did that as a response to Great White, you know. Do you I think no Craigslist? What's up? Do you think these people are reading Craigslist and making well, their decisions based on it? Maybe if a bunch of white supremacists are showing up in their bar. Yeah, maybe then. Like, if that. that's actually happening. Is know? that is that the natural progression? There's white supremacists here. Get on Craigslist right away. <laughs> no, 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 no. The Craigslist things aren't aren't admonishing white supremacists not to go to the bar. The Craigslist postings are like, hey, everybody who loves racial purity, we're going down there Saturday at whenever and going to drink a bunch of great white. Man, I kind of hope that okay. beer sucks. Yeah, Great white? Yeah. Yeah. It's an all right so beer. my other question is, there are white supremacists in Eureka, California? Okay, see, here's the thing. I don't know. Because it, it says it on Craigslist, you know? Right. But... I've been I've been tempted to go down like when it says that they're going to be a bunch of white supremacists there, but that's just oh, no. oh yeah, you gonna die? Yeah, like don't do that. But I'm so curious. Hey Rainer, what are you eating? Can you hear me eating that? Yeah. Oh, sorry. But you're supposed to be pairing your beer with your food anyway, so that's a good transition. I did, yeah. I forgot to mention it to our listeners. Yeah, um. Today I cooked a big delicious dinner to drink with the Christmas ale and I, cause I wanted it to be, you know, the full experience of Christmas. So I had baked ham and some rolls and uh, steamed broccoli and some roasted uh, sweet potato. Damn. Is, yeah. Is that, are you telling the truth right now? <laughs> I actually am. And, and chocolate chip cookies for dessert. For a guy oh, who man. for a guy who last week said he had zero dollars to his name, that's a pretty nice <laughs> meal. <laughs> yeah, that came around, huh? Yeah, food stamps sure are great. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, uh, so actually, it's probably just because I'm starving or I was starving, but this meal is pairing really well with this beer. Do you know the beer is like smooth and subtly sweet? And, uh, you know, it just, like, washes down all the all the delicious ham, like, perfectly. It's good, man. It's good. And I feel like I probably like it more, even though it, I'm embarrassed to say it, because it's called Christmas Ale. Because, oh. yeah. Because you don't want it to be like, called Holiday Ale. Get the Christ back in Christmas? No, no, not that. Like, even if it were Holiday Ale. But I was thinking about it. Like, if this was called, like like a summer ale or like an August red or, you know, something weird like that. I wouldn't expect this taste, but I think they kind of nailed the taste down. It's like, it's like definitely got a little bit of honey in it and cinnamon, but just like a little bit, like not bad. And it's good. It's pairing well. This is, this is a successful first food pairing on Bruce twos. This isn't Excellent. the first uh, beer, pair, beer pairing on Bruce Tooth. Beer pairing? Food pairing? Food pairing, yeah. Oh, all that other bullshit doesn't count. Don't be stupid. What about the one Lauren did? 
What did he do? A ham sandwich? Shit. Yeah. yeah, okay, I guess that counts. That totally counts. Mm. Mm. So, uh, so Tyler, I got a couple of questions for you. Oh, boy. We haven't chatted in a while. Uh, first, how's uh, becoming an assassin going? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. The the Assassin's Guild told me they'd get back to me in like a week to two weeks, and it's been about a week, so. Still waiting on Lucy and Lachance from the Dark Brotherhood? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I mean, I'm going to go to sleep one night, wake up, you know, in wherever I am, and that'll be that. That's probably how you get inducted into the NSA. Yeah, they just kidnap you. They just like come to you in the night and say you've been accepted, and they give you your NSA robes, and then bring you into the NSA building, and you're never seen or heard from again. But the twist That's... is, you just misspelled NASA and didn't mean to apply <laughs> to the NSA in the first place. Everybody thinks the NSA has so much power, but I'm reading these articles about how they're like asking Edward Snowden to like come back and maybe give him asylum and stuff like that. It sounds like they just got punked. Ashton Kutcher style? Uh, you, you think Ashton Kutcher's in on this? <laughs> I would be surprised yeah, if Ashton Kutcher w- was Edward Snowden. Have you ever seen them in the same room at the same time? That's actually a good point. Hmm. I'm not sure I would call it a good point. Maybe that would be the most ultimate punk of all more. time, though. Dude, the whole world would lose its shit so hard. <laughs> that would be... Oh, man. Like, you have to give Ashton Kutcher an Emmy for that. I don't know what category. <laughs> Just best thing. You'd have to make up a whole new award. You'd be called a Kutcher. <laughs> yeah. Kutcher. Who is helping and broadcasting this? The NSA. Oh, oh right. man, yeah. that's super punks. <laughs> this is a triple punk going down. Jeez. Mm. No. What's your other question for Tyler? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, book. R e a d a b o o k. Oh, I actually, I actually have made some slight progress. I'm, I'm actually, I uh, so, so I had these two groups, right? These dudes who had been living out for the for a while, and like this group from a small kind of government. And I was like, man, how am I going to get them all moited? You know, it doesn't make any sense for like a, this third random group to just come down and all moiter them. So I came up with a, with a better group. They're going to be a little farther north and they all wear, they all wear hunters orange because they just don't give a shit about being seen because they're hard dudes. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> like they have giant boners. Oh. Uh, <laughs> is this like a, one of those Fifty Shades of Greys? Yeah, well, Fifty I mean, Shades of Orange. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly that one. So are they going to fight? Yeah, with their boners. What are we talking page count? Um, It hasn't it hasn't gone up any, because I've been rewriting some things. you got to write the whole thing, and then rewrite the yeah, whole dude, thing. Yeah, don't, dude, don't rewrite anything yet. With but it doesn't make sense otherwise. That's okay. Most books don't make sense. <laughs> Thanks, Rainer. <laughs> well, that's, Actually, that's because you're dyslexic, Rainer. <laughs> probably, man. <laughs> I tried to start reading again. It's hard. 
<laughs> we did a Secret Santa thing for work. Did I tell you guys about my work party? No. Uh-uh. Oh, I had a sweet work party. I went to go play laser tag with my coworkers and their kids. <laughs> what? Yeah, it was pretty dope. Did you shoot the little kids fourth. in their dumb butts? Yeah, I shot the little kids. Yeah. They kicked my ass, too. I came in fourth. The top two finishers were both 12. I, I, I hope that they just play all the time. I think it's because they're small and it's hard to shoot them. Are their vests small, too? No. Like, <laughs> so then their vests their are vest. a bigger proportion of their body. <laughs> but their vests are, are hanging down at your knees as opposed to where you're used to looking. So what else happened at this party? Yeah, no response to that, huh, Sam? I was bored. <laughs> yeah, huh, Sam? What else happened at this party? Uh, we did Secret Santa, and my Secret Santa gave me a book. Wait, wait, me. wait, wait. Let me guess. Big Black Dildo. No, no. No, that disappeared. Oh. Steven lost our thoughtful gift. <laughs> he claimed it was stolen. He, he, so he claims. I think his, his <laughs> anus stole it and never gave it back. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, uh, yeah, so uh, I got a book called Jitterbug Perfume, and it's pretty good, but the main character is like a king from 300 AD, so... Every five pages, he just tries to bone something, and it's it's very uncomfortable reading. You got that book? Who? What did you give to whoever? What did I give? I gave yeah. I gave a uh, a tincture for joint relief. Oh, because all what? of your coworkers are old as balls. Well, kind of, yeah. And also, I I knew my recipient uh, had recently hurt his leg. So I went into this hippie place on the plaza, and I asked them for some hippie juice, and then I bought it. <laughs> Ew. Gross. You asked them for some hippie juice, and then you traded the hippie juice for some tincture. Right, right, because nobody, nobody wants that. Mm. Mm. But, uh, I also yeah. had a Christmas party recently for my job. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Did you get stock options? Uh, no, we got uh, Apple TVs, though. No what? Yeah. Goddamn. Kind of cool. That is kind of cool. Yeah. So it was fun. Did you sell the Apple TV and that's why you have money for a delicious ham dinner? <laughs> <laughs> I should, shouldn't I? I don't even I don't even have a TV set up in my entire apartment. I should really I don't know what I'm going to do with this. Set it up? Shut up, stupid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> do you want to hear about my sweet office party? No. Yeah, let's let's hear it. Well, at my job, we're way too busy for office parties, but they kind of realize they're on some level obligated to celebrate Christmas at us. So, <laughs> so these people just go door to door, and they have an envelope for every single employee. And if you've worked there, I think it's like six plus months. It's just a a, a really generic Christmas card with a one hundred dollar bill in it. <laughs> That's that's terrible. That's that's like the dad who 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 like never visits you. That's like a dad who never visits you Christmas gift. That's really bad. Well, I mean, it's nice to have a hundred dollars, but I haven't been able to spend it. I tried to spend it at McDonald's, and they said they won't break it. And that's all. <laughs> that's the only time I've tried to spend it. 
<laughs> so, so now I'm just walking around with $100 in my wallet. I don't know what to do. Nice. Just look like a baller for the rest of your life. I'll, like, pin it to my lapel or something. <laughs> go and order more food at McDonald's. I'm not that hungry. I got Wait, four sandwiches. How many sandwiches? Four. And they wouldn't break it? Two McDoubles and two McChickens is only like six dollars. Oh, oh, McDoubles and McChickens, yeah. You're right. What were we gonna do? Make homemade McGangbangs? No, I just eat them separately from each other. Oh. And what do you mean homemade McGangbangs? You can't, they don't make it for you like that. That's not a thing. <laughs> Some places do. If you go to McDonald's, can you order a McGangbang and they'll do it? Try your luck. Some places will, some places won't. I think I'll get arrested. Probably. I don't know. I'm surprised your big office doesn't have a Christmas party, Sam. I mean, maybe they will later, but I don't think so. Weird. Christmas Eve is a half day. I'm so excited. Nice. I'm going to go in and everyone will be on vacation. And I'm going to walk around in my underpants and maybe do some work, but probably not. You're not going to walk around in your underpants. Why shouldn't I? No, you should. I don't believe you. Oh. Mm-mm. Articles. All these articles. Oh, look at that. We were all on the same page. Ar- nice. Articles. More like articles. So, uh, from Business Insider, we have this questionable study by that that magazine of ill repute time uh they say that abstaining from alcohol can lead to a shorter life than consistent moderate drinking um so i don't know i i'd like to believe this study because i i am feel like i'm a consistent moderate drinker <laughs> but they looked at individuals between ages 55 and 65 um hey dad check out this article yeah, so I don't know. I feel like it's a bit. I don't know. There's a lot of other stuff that could have gone into it by the time you're 55. You know what I mean? And uh, I don't know. I don't know. But their their possible explanation, they say, is that alcohol can be a great social lubricant, and strong social networks are essential for maintaining mental and physical health. So basically, people people live longer because they drink and don't get depressed. For some reason, I I just don't like the wording social lubricant. <laughs> what, because it's dirty? <laughs> it just doesn't sound right. <laughs> it loops uh, up your social interaction. Makes it smooth as eggs. <laughs> yeah, I guess that makes sense a little bit. Another thing that, that concerns me about the article is that the author, the author's name is Helen Jupiter from the Mother Nature Network. <laughs> What's wrong with Helen Jupiter? I mm, I don't know. I feel like she's also going to tell me that when Mercury is in retrograde, I'll have a better <laughs> chance for living longer. Uh, that's this, goofy. This but she didn't do me... the she didn't do the study. Study still. I know she didn't do the study. Maybe we should read this Time article. Oh, okay. that could be words instead of just pictures and like. The pic. It's just a picture of a flight of beer. Yeah. Whee! Beer. No, we don't need to read the Time article. It says right here, the study was led by psychologist Charles 
Holohan at the University of Texas at Austin. Wait, when did when did the article come out? Mm-hmm. I don't December know. December 2013. So last week. Because the time the time article came out in 2010. <laughs> so late to the party, Helen Jupiter. Well, even later to the party, Bruce Day Tuesday podcast. Oh no, it's us. We're in the <laughs> wrong. Well, people are gonna start are gonna refer us when they you know write their articles and books about it. So we won't be the last source. Man, if you tried to cite a podcast in, like, a college paper, what would happen? You completely could. It just depends on what you're using it for. If it, if it was the primary source, like you were citing it to quote someone in it, particularly. You'd just be, like, be citing a tape or something. Yeah. Do you have to, like, give a timestamp or something? Yeah. Interesting. And it has to be, like, some in some way in the public domain. The podcast. Aren't all podcasts? Well, not all. It's their pay podcast, but they're so rare. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, ours is arguably not in the public domain. Oh, why is that? I don't know laws. I, just don't, I don't know if anyone could find it without knowing where it is, you know? But if we put it on iTunes, then that's the public domain? Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? No, it's not on any private site. It's definitely public. It's just hidden. I mean, anyone can right. find Tumblr. Yeah. Or your it's definitely, listen. It's definitely in the public domain. The public just doesn't care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking uh, of the public not caring, we have uh, we have another listener email. Should we talk about that? Do we? Oh, is it just Lauren yelling yeah, at me? Yeah, uh, Lauren, a.k.a. the big unit, um, he, he wrote in, and the subject of his email is Amy Schumer, and I, I don't know who that is. He describes her as the more curvy and attainable Jennifer Lawrence. So I guess he's recommending her to me as a romantic partner. Uh, and then he criticizes me for not going to a bar called Indigo when I was in State College because, according to him, there are so many guidos there, and I would have been the king of the guidons. And also... Uh, Another another great quote in here is uh, Michelob, Moses fucking Christ, <laughs> and that's that's I've pretty much read the entire email just now. So yeah, well, all I can say is that, and this, it it's sad that this is my first comment, but I guess I'm just a shallow guy. Amy Schumer, not as attractive as Jennifer Lawrence. Well, I haven't looked that's at her yet, said. and I can tell you the same thing. <laughs> well, he says he says curvier and more attainable. So, yeah, I mean, depending on your taste. more attractive. Well, she's 32, so she's less attainable. I'm not going to date someone 10 years older than me. Well, I mean, you could. Don't, don't you have a girlfriend or, or not? Don't limit yourself. <laughs> uh, no, she's cute. I what? just looked up Amy Schumer. I'm not a yeah. fan. I mean, I'm not saying she's unattractive. I mean, she's... Actually, this isn't even what I want to be talking about. We uh, should really, we should really be respecting the uh, careers and abilities of these two. Really? Did, the what age did you just say? <laughs> what? what? What did you just say? I don't, I don't even remember. Well, he's no, talking no, say, about, he's talking about respecting, respecting these women for their craft. But apparently, she finished fourth on the fifth season of Last Comic Standing, and Last Comic Standing, from what I understand, is just a TV show about really bad stand-up comics. Please, please click the link that I just posted. What? 
Click the link that I just oh, posted. Oh, did you poop something in here? What is this? Yeah. Oh my god, this is so long. It's a redirect, redirect notice. notice. That doesn't help me. Okay, here I go. Oh, yeah. Is it just... Yeah. She's making a yeah. blowjob face? Is that... Is that... Yeah. Well, Tyler was going on about how we need to respect her for her career or whatever, so... But, but she's just doing blowjob face to the camera, so I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't think she's too concerned about people respecting her for her career. Clearly not. Oh, well. well what if her career was blowjobs? I mean, it's not. She's an actress and comedian, but... <laughs> well, then she would be a prostitute. I read a really interesting article about prostitutes... It was mostly just interviews with prostitutes, but they seemed really, really happy doing what they were doing. I mean, uh, I don't want to get into that. Is well, that, they were the ones in, in wherever, Nevada or whatever. Right. In legal town. Yeah. It was just, it was an interesting article. I don't know. What do you think about that? I don't know. I mean, this was only a small sampling of prostitutes, but <laughs> they seemed happy. So, at least those... Those prostitutes should be allowed to do what they want, in my opinion. I kind of don't get why prostitution is illegal. Well, it provides it provides a lot of opportunity for exploitation. Yeah. But it provides, I think, less opportunity for exploitation than illegal prostitution. Well, I'm not saying I disagree with you. Okay. Um, I'm just, just providing the, you know... The counter-argument. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. It's tricky. Well, I'm yeah, running for office tricky. in 2014 on the platform that Madison should legalize prostitution. I think Madison should just legalize snuggling. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Baby steps. Baby steps. Gee, <laughs> Madison. So conservative. It's a backwards town. It really is. Backwards. Everybody's going to be walking around so anxious and stressed out. Just need a good hug. What's up with your love life, Sam? Did we give you any... Uh... Challenges? We didn't, did no, you? Everything's going well for him. It's not fun. Well, I have some. Uh, I have some good news for the show, which Hooray. is not necessarily great news for me. Oh no! Uh, the the bus is back on the scene. Oh, what happened, I'm buddy? A, I'm a single man again. Oh, what uh, happened? I mean, I don't really want to get into it on the show, if that's cool. But okay. we we broke up. This is really the long and short of it. Well, I mean, obviously. Yeah. All right. Well. Mm. But mm -hmm. no. But that's great news for the show, because I mean, I'm not going to start immediately, but eventually, I'm probably going to go back on OK Cupid and see what's going on there, and that was a great comedy source. So. Okay, <laughs> Sam. So, so I Dude. guess, I guess our new segment should be. What are your masturbatory habits this week, Sam? <laughs> no, I would much rather hear about his OK Cupid adventures, personally. Personally. Uh, you know, there's a pretty good uh, new dating app if you're tired of OK Cupid that I recommend. I, I am, actually. Uh, Coffee Meets Bagel? Uh, what? Yeah, it's got a weird name, but besides the name, it's, it's, it's decent. Have you been using this? I'm on it. I have not actually. Let's hear about uh, Raiders Love Life. Sure. Yeah, it's a uh, coffee meets bagel. Yeah, sorry, I just am looking at it on my phone. 
So basically, it you just sign up for it, and it like rips a bunch of stuff from Facebook, like your couple of profile pictures, a little bit of information about you, and then you answer like three or four questions, but you keep your answers like really short. It's very minimalist. Um, and every day at noon, it just matches you up with a person that its algorithm deems compatible with you. And it, it sort of uses your network of friends, I guess, in some way to look at that. Uh -huh. um, so yeah, it's, it's kind of cool. Do you have to go on a date every day at noon? <laughs> yeah, so you know, it gets a little bit tiring, but no, I'm just kidding. So yeah, the idea is once you get your bagel, you can either accept or decline. And wait, is the girl accept. the bagel and the boy the coffee? I think they're both bagels, but I've never met a girl from here, so I haven't been able to ask anyone. God yet. says that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm really just trying to figure out how coffee could be phallic in any way. Well, I don't think that was the joke or their idea, to be perfectly honest. They I mean, they could have just made it hot dog makes bun if they wanted to. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you both accept, then you, like, get connected to some chat room where you, like, you know, can, like, set up a date or whatever. And this happens every day at noon? Every day at noon. So, so every like, day at noon, you, know, you say, get that bagel out of here? Is that how it's gone down? Yeah, so far. Um, but it, I still enjoy it because it's kind of like you like look. You're like, oh, I wonder what it's gonna be today, you know? And then you're like, look at it. All right, nurse. So you're you're just throwing your coffee out there, all steamy, looking good, not actually <laughs> playing the bagel game. I don't know. I've been mad. I feel like I've been bucketed by their algorithm into some weird category. Um, like why? I what kind of results are you getting? I always get 22-year-old Catholic consultants, like, <laughs> every single time. When you say Catholic consultants, are those two no, different things, no, or no. do they work for the Pope? <laughs> no, they're different. Come on. Um, and they're, like, most of their profiles read almost the same way. It's, like, about me. I'm shy at first, but I open up once you get to know me, and I don't know. They're all just... No, they're they're good. They're all just like a little bit similar. And and that's just not enough for you. Is it the Catholic thing? I, no, I, I don't know. I just haven't been like struck by any of the profiles. Really, none of them have really struck me. But but I'm definitely like I've only been on it for like two weeks now, so this is still trial period, you know. So you've thrown back a dozen bagels. I mean, it sounds like a lot when you put it that way. But tomorrow is going to be a baker's dozen. <laughs> I could accept tomorrow. And it's also like, it's not, you know, sometimes you're just busy and you don't check it that day. But does the bagel go away? Yeah, you only, yeah, you only have till noon the next day. Okay. Oh. Then you get a new bagel. Bagel lifestyle. Well, because the bagels get stale. <laughs> I think we've yeah, made all of the baking puns we can make. Should we move on? Yeah. But yeah, you should get on it. Oh, something, something, uh, cream cheese. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cream cheese meat schmear. <laughs> cream, cream cheese is schmear. Oh yeah, that's the name of it. Cream cheese is schmear. Is that is that what one of the sexy for... dating app? It's the J date app. <laughs> uh. mm -hmm. 
Uh, so do we want to belittle Rainer's pseudo-achievement yet? <laughs> What's my yeah. achievement? Well, we're just, we're just bringing up more charity beers that are actually in existence, despite you for no reason. Oh, I already know about these. I've already brought them up on the show. <laughs> but did you bring an article from Maxim.com? Uh, no. Okay, well, See, a I lot guess. of the best things about this Maxim.com article have nothing to do with the, with the article and everything about what else is going on the Maxim.com page. Uh, should I just read off these popular articles on Maxim.com? Please do. Uh, how to go to a sex party, how to give her the best sex ever, wild outdoor sex stories as told by women, the seven best nude beaches, and, oh, this one's kind of nice. It's called She's the One. Oh, but then in parentheses it says nightstand. Huh. Uh, you got me, my Maxim. Favorite, my favorite is top 50 boobs on the internet. <laughs> Thanks for that. I could not find them myself. Is it is it is it like twenty five women or? <laughs> oh, that's a great question. We got to count these boobs right now. Maybe it's just maybe it's just fifty uh fifty women and they only show you one boob each. Oh man! I just... Oh man! I clicked it. There are zero boobs. No boobs? Like full boobs, like real boobs. There well, obviously, real boobs. it's a Maxim link. Well, I don't know. What is Maxim? It's Maxim is like a publication. magazine for people who don't actually want to look at porn. Well, so it's, it's for it's, nobody. It's, no, it's porn for 14-year-olds. Yeah, that's exactly what Cleavage it is. is plenty for a 14-year-old. <laughs> I guess. Hold on, hold on, shut up. I'm counting boobs. Another uh, great part. And I'm bored. I'm not going to count all these boobs. <laughs> Another great part about this article is uh, they list one, two, three, four, five beers they give to charity, and then also Annie's Mac and Cheese. Yeah. What's up with that? I don't know. <laughs> it goes from Finnegan's Beer to Annie's to Stone. Hmm. Yeah, I've, the only one I hear I've heard of is Finnegan's. I think that Finnegan's is the closest one to what I want to do. Well, they give uh, food, I think. Yeah, yeah, profits go to food banks. Their motto is turning beer into food, which definitely beats out their usual motto of turning beer into pee. Uh, well, that's that's Quinn Myers writing for Maxim.com. Yeah, Quinn Sam's Myers, 2013. Fan. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, as far I mean, as I Maxim guess, goes, this is pretty good writing, I guess. Yeah. I guess, like, what my idea would be more contributing more is the brand. Like, Finnegan's doesn't look interesting at all to me from just from looking at it. I don't know. None of these really do. I mean, they, they do, uh, they at least mention the fact that they're charitable. Like, it says Liquid Karma on it and here's to doing yeah. good. I was kind of, if you recall, kind of going for the more uh, um, tongue-in-cheek, self-deprecating humor yeah, thing. Yeah, I, no, it's, I mean, your, your things are funnier than these, for sure. Right. But yeah. you haven't made any beer yet. No, I haven't. I haven't. In time, in time. Okay. I really want us to talk about 
the bagel show in future episodes. Uh, do you guys have any ideas for a sound bite I could use for uh, bagel meets coffee? Coffee meets bagel. Coffee meets bagel. Um. Oh damn it! That's time to ba- make the donuts. Not time to make the bagels. No, I don't. Me neither. Hey listeners, uh, I need a sound bite, a quick liner for uh, the coffee meets bagel. So give give that to me. You don't Who's have to the podcast at gmail.com. You don't have to actually make it. Just tell me what it is, and I'll I'll do the I'll do the thing. I'll do the thing, listeners. So, yeah, uh, so, I don't know a whole lot of bagel pop culture references. No, me neither. I mean, coffee. There's a a billion, but I can't think coffee, of any good ones. Sure. Yeah, if it was coffee meets hamburger. We'd be all over the place. Would we? <laughs> Name one. Anything from Pulp Fiction. Oh, yep. No, you got me. There's a lot about coffee and about hamburgers in that movie. Indeed. I still have not finished this beer. This is a this is a mighty thick beer. I'm I'm also uh, lagging with my beer. I've I'm looking at a can of Tecate right now, thinking about how it might be a good beer pairing, like a beer and you beer cool pairing. Yourself off. Yeah, because it's like, I mean, it's a, it's a shitty watery beer that is kind of good with Mexican food, and this beer is spicy and building a little bit. <laughs> That's the Mexican right. food of beer? <laughs> I mean, I guess. Like, I don't know what else it would be. How's, how's it going on your beer front, Rainer? Uh, I finished it like 30 minutes ago. <laughs> oh, come on. Who was that? <laughs> now, that's a sound bite I edited in. <laughs> Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it sounds like it was good. That wasn't me. (laughs) (laughs) You bastard. God damn it. (laughs) Does anyone have uh, just like super duper funny stories about something that happened during the week? Uh, I went to... uh... Oh. No, me first. (laughs) Oh. Okay. I went to a I went to a Bulls game over the weekend, and uh, I had courtside. <laughs> yeah, I had courtside seats, and uh, Mike you. Myers was sitting to the left of me, not directly to the left. Yeah, but over to the left, and a girl I think like five seats to the left of him, so in between us. Yeah. Uh, got pegged in the face really hard <laughs> by the basketball. <laughs> Uh, did you shout? Kind of... Did you shout to Mike Myers? I really respect like forty percent of your work. <laughs> nope, I didn't shout anything to him. Okay. Oh come on, you gotta go for it. Well, okay, I was certain that it was Mike Myers. My friend was certain that it was not Mike Myers. <laughs> what? So... What better way to find out? <laughs> hey Mike, Mike Myers. <laughs> I I can I can see how that could be really uncomfortable. Uh, one time at a Frederick Keys game, a kid went up to my dad and, and said, Oh my god, are you Ben Stein? I'm a huge fan. <laughs> and this was like, this was like 12 years ago before he got super old. That's funny. Your dad doesn't really look like Ben Stein at all. He just looks Jewy. That's the only yeah, similarity. He had, and he used to have big glasses also. Man, Ben Stein sucks though. Yeah, Ben yeah, Stein like really sucks. Person. Yeah. 
<clears throat> my parents came to visit last week. Oh, yeah. Did you get your they house clean? Four days. Did you get your house clean? Yeah. You know, pushed okay. a lot of stuff under my bed. Just like old times. Just like old times. But it was good. It was really nice to have them, although it was very funny. We went out to dinner one night, and we had to wait at the bar to get beers for a little bit. And uh, so I got a beer, and my mom got a beer, and my dad got a beer. My mom doesn't really drink beer. She usually has one. But I think she's trying to, like, get a little more into beer so we can talk about it maybe or something, you know? Yeah. She got an IPA, and she was like, so, you know, why is it called an IPA? What does that mean? And I explained it to her. You know, IPAs are a little bitter. Oh, yeah. I was wondering about that. It is bitter. I don't like it. I didn't know <laughs> IPAs would be so bitter. <laughs> she really should have oh, asked you what an IPA was before she ordered one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Mom. Good try. <laughs> Actually, that place was kind of cool. I, I had left my ID in my rain jacket. It was not with me. And I did not have it. But they still served me my blues to haul. It probably helps that you're with old people. Well, yeah, they were they asked my parents, you know, is this your son? Like, oh yes. And they gave me blues. Another thing I did last weekend? Oh, fine. I went to a uh, well your story got boring pretty quick. Oh. <laughs> I went to a barcade and uh and got the highest score. What? I've been to a barcade. This is my story, fool. <laughs> and so I haven't I, been to a barcade. God damn it! <laughs> I went to. Uh, I played Donkey Kong. You know, the really hard original arcade game. That game's Where really hard. And I got the high score on the machine. Ooh! How often or, do you think they reset or those? Or so I thought. Oh. It oh. turns out that they reset it that morning. Okay. <laughs> I flipped out. I flipped out for like a good 15 minutes. I told like half the people in that barcade until someone finally told me. <laughs> oh, you poor bastard. Oh, my God. Yeah. But, dude, it was so hard even to get that high score for that day. I know. <laughs> Donkey Kong's a very hard game. So hard. I went to a barcade in Colorado when I was traveling across the country. I don't think I really played that many games. I think I just got drunk. Well, then you did it wrong, idiot. We've done a lot that day. We've gone to a concert. I woke up in Nebraska. Uh, I have a story, too, uh, that I've... This actually happened a little while ago, and I didn't want to tell the story because it's pretty embarrassing. Yay! (laughs) Yeah, but we're pretty light this week, so uh, I'll... uh, I guess I'll tell it. Ugh. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, as the listeners may or may not know, uh, since moving to Wisconsin, I've become a Packers fan. And uh, Madison's about two, three hours away from Lambeau Field. And a a friend of mine who's a a Green Bay native hooked us up with some tickets. And we went there, and uh, I was very, very cold. Everyone else had on, like, boots and stuff, and I just, you know, had my chucks and... My little, my little toesies were going to fall off. What were you thinking? And I was really cold, and I was like, man, you know what would help with this cold is if I drank this whiskey. Oh, no. Uh, so I drank some whiskey, mind you, at like 10.40 in the morning because <laughs> the game started at noon. 
uh, my time. And, uh, and then I was like, man, this is not enough whiskey. I need to, I need to bring this into the game with me. So I poured it oh. into an empty Coke bottle and I, uh, tucked it in my genitals <laughs> and I got patted down and I guess the guy thought I was cute uh. and he, he found my whiskey Oh. And so he's like, I'll hand it over. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, damn it. But, you know, so this is, it's 16 ounces of bottom shelf whiskey. It's a loss, but I'll live. Yeah. And he throws my whiskey in the trash, and then he threw my ticket in the trash. Oh, what? And all my friends went into the game, and I watched the game from a bar close enough that I could hear cheering from the stands while I watched the game in the bar. That's the saddest story I've ever heard. Well, it actually, it has a sort of happy ending. You didn't uh, have to watch the game in the freezing ass cold? Well, that's a big part of it. Is It was extremely cold, and uh, and I didn't have to sit in the cold. And I, I went into the bar, and uh, I, I, I watched the game with some friends that I made. You know, bar friends, which was right. kind of odd, but... You know, there's a lot of camaraderie, a lot of, you know, everyone's obviously rooting for the Packers because we're right outside Lambeau Field. And it was a really good game that they ended up winning, so everyone was really excited. Uh, and then my friends picked me up, and we went home. Oh, man, that's so, so embarrassing for you. Yeah. What did the dude, what was he like? Was he like, did he did he know that it was whiskey? Yeah, he knew it was whiskey. I mean, yeah, because Sam was hiding it in his general <laughs> well, I mean, they wouldn't let you bring a Coke in either. Oh. That's true, but they probably they wouldn't throw you out, would they, for a Coke? I don't know. Yeah. The, the vibe I got from this guy, like, even before he patted me down, was, like, you know how, I'm not going to make this generalization about cops in general. I'm just going to say there is a subset of cops that they clearly became cops because they want to be authoritative. Yep. Right. And they like, you know, they feel like they don't have enough control over their own lives. They need to assert their dominance over someone else and like that's yep. that's what gets yep. them through the day. And this guy kind of seems like that's what he would have done if he could have gotten into the police academy. Damn. Right. Like he really just he like he took his job very seriously to the point where it was like that was probably the best part of his day was getting to to take my Johnson whiskey. Right. Damn. So you just, like, picked the wrong guy. Well, the line was, like, 300 people long. So I didn't, I didn't really know what to do. You should have drank that whiskey while you were in line. <laughs> I mean, I could have just smuggled it in my tummy, I guess. I didn't think to do that. Yeah. But you honestly, from, it. From, the, from the description of the game that I got from my friends, I'm kind of glad that it happened. Because it was, it was, like, three degrees. Yeah, you would have gotten frostbite. I might have, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If I so you you didn't even you were not wearing a winter coat, is that right? I was wearing three hoodies. Oh, layered atop so one cold. another. I actually, when we were uh, we were tailgating, which is kind of its own funny thing. We had a shitty little grill, and we were making shitty little frozen burgers on it. And the, the cheese we had wasn't, like, Kraft Singles. It was, like, a block of cheese. So there's a right. guy who has, like, who can't even feel his fingers trying to cut the cheese with a knife. And, like, someone who clearly has no knife skills, he's cutting towards himself. 
and like oh, he doesn't they, like there's no cutting board so he just has the cheese in one hand and has the <laughs> knife dug into this rock hard block of cheese because it's been in the car for two hours he's like pulling it towards himself as hard as he can this was roach by the way that dumb fuck come on roach <laughs> yeah what's with roach come on yeah he's got to get it together should we rate yeah yeah T-Bone should go first this time. Oh, man. Okay. This was, I don't know, this was kind of a strange beer for me. It was hard to get through. Not really because it tasted bad. I mean, for a winter ale that's 8%, it was very mild tasting. It really did just kind of taste like a like a brown ale. Um, you got a little bit of alcohol at the end. Definitely, like, at the end and then lingering on at the back of the, back of the tongue, back of the throat. But it was just kind of really like a like a thick, almost viscous mouthfeel, you know? And it was hard to slug down. So I like the taste. I like the warming feel it gives you. That's a very winter ale type feel. But the mouthfeel just really made it hard for me. Um, so I think I think I'll give it like a, a five six. Oh, I'm supposed to recommend it. Okay. Uh, um, I I don't know. It's not a bad winter ale. Um, I guess I recommend it to people in Eureka who want kind of a cheap winter ale. There you go. Would you recommend it to white supremacists? Uh, no. I think white supremacists <laughs> That'd be hard. That'd be hard I, I want to recommend, like... That that lucky Buddha white premises, you know, something they won't enjoy. <laughs> yeah. Cool. My turn. Yeah. Uh. Yes. Great Lakes Brewing Co. Christmas Ale. Um. I talked about it a little bit earlier. It was medium bodied, a little bit sweet. Um. It had. I don't know if like a tiny bit of dryness off the end is the right word, but it was just kind of crisp uh, feeling on the end, for lack of a better word. It was good. It started off with a just sort of sweet medium body and then ended with that crisp kind of cinnamon aftertaste. Um, I will give this a 6.5. And recommend it to anyone who is uh, eating a nice Christmas ham. (laughs) (laughs) That's a pretty small demographic. As is Tyler's, I guess. Yeah. Well, we're starting to get specific. We're honing in on our our craft. Okay. Um, So I had Ben River Jalapeno Ale. I guess I I never gave you any of the stats. No, you didn't. Uh, It's... Brewed in Rock Island, Illinois. Oh, you're breaking out of Wisconsin, huh? Well, uh, hot pepper beers aren't easy to find, dog. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and the ABV is four point eight one. Uh, and it's uh, I think I think when I was talking about the the smell, I I, I mentioned a little bit of a caramel maltiness. None of that. None of that in the flavor. At all, it's really just there's one note. It's jalapeno peppers. That's that's it. So, I mean, 
I mean, the, the color's nice. The body was nice. It was a little little light body, but for for a 4.8, and it's kind of a bastardized amber ale, it's pretty. It's kind of to be expected. Yeah. Um, it was a, a nice dark red. Um, but I, I mean, there's not a lot of great tasting notes because it just tastes like jalapeno peppers. Uh, but the thing is that I like pepper beers, and I also like beers that don't taste like a lot of beers. <laughs> um, so I'm going to give it a 7. Wow, okay, surprise rating there. Yeah, I think I think it would be interesting. I'm going to have to check Beer Advocate after the show, because my guess would be that it probably has an average rating that is low. Because yeah. as far as, like, crafting a beer is concerned, it's not super well done because uh, there's no balance at all the it was overcarbed but i i think that people who people who just were like oh i'll try that are not really gonna like it and there's so there's gonna be a lot mm-hmm. of low ratings but i think that they're like one in five of the ratings on that site are gonna be this beer's unbelievable everyone needs to try it right uh and i wouldn't say this beer's unbelievable and everyone needs to try it but i really liked it because because it is what it is, and I like what it is. Uh, so I'm going to recommend it to anyone who thinks they might like a hot pepper beer. And I'm going to say if you think you wouldn't, you're probably right. So totally don't drink this. Yeah. That's a fair assessment, I think, of, of hot pepper beers. The only hot pepper beer I've had is our ghost chili ale. So I, I kind of want to get one and just see what it's like with a different type of spice. You never had Rogue Chipotle Ale? Oh, no, I, that's a lie. I did have Rogue Chipotle Ale. I thought you did. Yeah, Rogue Chipotle Ale is delicious. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so I have no idea what I'm going to be drinking next week, as per usual. Me neither. <laughs> I'm reading reading Reed's email right now. Gotten, like, pretty deep into it. Damn. <laughs> just damn. It's really good. Tyler, you got to post that. I don't know if... If it would just be all text, or if there's something you can, I can do that, but I can do it. That needs to that needs to be in the thing. You uh, got it. I guess I'm just gonna drink this sour ale next week. So okay. I guess that contest didn't really make that much sense because <laughs> it's just I'm gonna drink these two beers in the next two weeks. You decide what order. Uh, but we got to hear from our wonderful friend Reed. Yeah, and that was that was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. So remember, folks, the action items are. To tell me what soundbite uh, Coffee Meets Bagel segment should have. And uh, and also to just say stuff to us because we're lonely. And we had two emails this week, and that's a new high score, and it made me feel really good. Yeah, big week for us here. Yeah. So, uh, so join us next week for episode 23. We look forward to hearing from you. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. It's a piece uh, of cake to bake a pretty cake. What? You gotta do the cooking by the book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>